Hi everybody. Hey folks. Welcome back to Wandering Into Wellness. Uh, I think you know me. I'm Lydia. I thought you were about to say episode number there. Was like, <laughs> well, we don't, even know, we don't know that anymore. It's terrifying. 50 something, 60 something. I feel like something. in the beginning we got really hung up on that. It was like, is this yeah. nine? Is this yeah. eight? Yeah, it's so yeah, exciting. Like, uh, I give up. No, I have no idea. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, today we are here with Ashling Jackson. And <laughs> Ashling flew all the way from New Zealand just to be with us. Just for this podcast. No pressure. Actually, kind of. Kind of in a way. We, me and Ashling met through the internet, mm-hmm. in fact, um, because I did an Instagram takeover for one of my friends, Sophie Ashling's page, all on pregnancy and birth and that kind of stuff. And you reached out Just to me kind of randomly yeah. and watched your stories, yeah. And said like, oh, we'll do, we do the same kind of thing, yeah. but I'm in New Zealand and it'd be nice to hook up and chat about stuff. And then it turned out that you were actually coming to Ireland really soon. Exactly, yeah. And then suddenly a few weeks later, I was teaching a yoga class in Lululemon, yes. and there you were. And it came along, <laughs> it was amazing, it was such a great class. I was just <laughs> off the plane, so I got rid of all the jet lag, and yeah, oh, it was course. wonderful, yeah. It was that burning, yeah. yeah, it was really cool. It was so nice, yeah. it was such a, I got to tell everyone as well then, I was like, Go followed me <laughs> from New Zealand, she came to my class. I said Liga Boost. It was like a yeah, fangirl yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah it was that was awesome. I love that. I love Instagram for those kind of things, for connections. And yeah. yeah, it is good. Yeah, and yeah. it's really nice as well because I think that, especially in the world that we're in, which is kind of pregnancy, birth, mm-hmm. and kind of women care though, isn't yes, it, really? Yeah. It's such a, it is a very tribal thing. Definitely. And it's kind of, even, it's ironic to say it's a newly emerging thing because it's actually, you know, it's ages Ancient, and ages yeah, old, but yeah, we kind of just forgot about it for a while mm-hmm. and now it's a resurgence where people are kind yeah. of yeah coming back to what they knew and, and really getting a chance to learn those old things exactly. that they'd kind of forgotten about yeah. and it's so nice to meet other people and especially when you've worked in different areas of the world there's different cultural stuff mm-hmm. that comes in and how is it done and birth yeah. systems are totally different yes. in the hospitals and everything in every country so it's really mm-hmm. nice to connect with people and yeah. find out what those and things find are. Your, if you can't find them in person, find them online, you know, find exactly. the tribe online or find mm. the resources or the awareness or the education you're looking for, you, can, you know, there's ways to find it online too. Yeah, because there are people that live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. They can't get to a class or exactly. there aren't anything happening near them. Yeah. And, and like that now, you know, people are doing classes online and yes. they are hosting webinars and all these kinds of things. Yeah. So it's nice to think that those resources are out there. And I think social media has become kind of a bit of a dirty word recently mm-hmm. where people are all kind of like, ooh, God, mm. so yeah. horrible. No. But actually, there's a really good thing underneath it all. You just need to find the people who are the authentic yeah. voices and have a really good message to the share. The light side and the dark side, yeah. 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 So you do, you teach pregnancy yoga and normal yeah. yoga? And yeah, and do, yes. Normal, normal yoga. yoga. <laughs> normal I yoga. know. Strength, yeah. So I mostly, yeah, I kind of focus on teenage yoga. That's my, one of my passions. And then I'm very passionate about pregnancy and pregnant women supporting them holistically. So I bring in pregnancy yoga as well. But I do it in more of a circle format. So I do women's, I call them sacred pregnancy circles. So it's like celebrating and honoring the journey of pregnancy and, and the journey of becoming a mother or becoming a mother for second or third time hmm. mm. and so did you have did you have that passion or was that innately in you from when you were much younger or like when did this thing was it only apropos your own birth that this yeah. began to emerge or when I always love like like friendships and having women together and connecting that's always kind of been something I'm really like you know bringing women together that's okay the Nathan I guess and okay. then yeah once I became pregnant myself I just became obsessed with birth read, read all the books I yeah. had like you know anime Gaskin yeah. I had her like her photograph on my birth altar at home, I was, you know, just... I have a really picture of me and her together. And no I'm way! Like, oh I'm like gosh. a creepy, creepy fan. <laughs> I'm so red in the face. I'm like a, like a three-year-old beside her. her. I know. Oh my goodness, I would have cried. Yeah. I know, it was the best moment. I was channeling her, um, I was like, come on. Again, she's come amazing. Through me. So yeah, I guess it just yeah, stemmed from that. Okay. And then after, I guess, my own birth experience, the things that I found really, like, really helped me holistically, I just felt like I wanted to share that with other women, and okay. I felt like every woman should have the chance to experience pregnancy and birth in a yeah in a beautiful way that's honored you know to mm. honor the journey. not just kind of like you know what annoyed me when I was pregnant when people not annoyed me but people would ask so like any food cravings or you know yeah. hey, what boogie have you got what pram are you buying they didn't really ask me like it's what? kind of so superficial yeah, yeah. Like, well how are you really feeling like having a life growing inside yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. something a bit deeper that's the stuff yeah, yeah, yeah that's so the I want to create a space for women to go deep and really explore yeah what is this thing growing of, another yeah. human and exactly. like authoring that experience yeah, yeah. but it's amazing it's you're always like hang on a second even now life inside me mm. like when I think back to it now I really yeah. thought I remember when I'd, I did my pregnancy training and all my birth training way before I had my son 
Um, and I kept, I was so in awe of these pregnant women that I would see in my classes then, and I was just, they just looked so amazing in the bellies, and they looked so like yes. full, yeah. like I felt paltry kind of <laughs> at the top of the class. I was yeah. like, I just want to feel like that. And they must feel like they just have this knowing, like this special yes. knowledge. And I was sure that after I'd had Reuben, I would have this feeling of like, I'm in that club. Yeah, yeah. And it's weird. <laughs> I look back now and I'm like, it's bizarre that I did that. It's like yeah. hard to even remember, not even to remember, but just to believe that, that actually you know, I grew a human and it came out of me. It's, yeah. it's a bizarre thing. Because it's such a, I mean, I always think this, if we if we gave birth to babies that were in eggs and someone told you about some planet <laughs> where they grew their babies inside their body, you'd be like, what? No. That is crazy. And how they grow and how quick they grow, really, in those few months. It's just yeah, and they come out with this whole fully yeah. formed, even like even what our pelvis has to do yes. to separate, flip the tailbone back, yeah. allow them to get out. I mean, it Definitely. sounds like sci-fi. I know, it doesn't help. Yeah, I know. And then breastfeeding, all of it, every stage of the journey is just... It's amazing that we kind of just do it. Yeah, we're amazing. <laughs> Women are. Yeah. Yeah. D- d- describe, yeah, no, describe that little process, though, that because well, you've said it to me a good few times before. Oh, I don't think we've ever talked about it. This, like, is, this is amazing. This is really... <laughs> the, the pelvis actually has to separate. So mm. oftentimes you hear people in pregnancy classes, I'm sure, talking about SPD or symphysis mm-hmm. pubis dysfunction, and that's because um, right between the bones of the pelvis at the very front, we have this kind of little area where it allows normally that that area is fused but in pregnancy Mm. towards the end around 36 weeks all the relaxing hormone comes Mm. in and it softens that up Mm. because the pelvis has to literally Mm -hmm. separate in order to allow the baby's head to come through and at the same time we have the coccyx and the tailbone that sits on the back and one of the reasons that we try and say that it's not as easy for women to give birth lying on their back mm-hmm. is because the tailbone is stuck there, it can't flip out of the way, but actually, yeah. amazingly, in labour, it actually moves out of the way. Now, yeah. it doesn't mean that you suddenly have a tail, like yeah, it's okay. not like this, <laughs> like but yeah. it just moves down and slightly out of the way. So that's often why women get that SI joint pain towards the end of pregnancy and also in labour, that they're yeah. feeling a lot of yeah. sensation there. That's because those joints are moving for the first time ever. That's phenomenal that it does that and that, and that, and that it then recovers. And I then know, maybe it does that multiple so, yeah. times in life, like maybe nine or ten I times, know. depending on the family. What, yeah, it's exactly. wild, isn't it? And, and to think that people just... actually still walk after that. I know. I mean, it feels like most of those changes, you make a change in the body, if you have like a significant accident where you break a leg or like mm-hmm. break cartilage, those things don't just like go back to normal. You're yeah. permanently, well, you are permanently changed, yeah, I guess yeah. that is the truth. But but you don't usually have a, a functioning thing afterwards. Yeah. No. yeah, there's a dysfunction. Yeah. And I think, I mean, and the truth of it is, honestly, that nowadays we are led to have an expectation that we just mm. bounce back yeah, and everything is normal. Back. So, there's mm. no back. There's no so back. You're it's, moving on. You're, you're, yeah. different, you're a different, cool. yeah. different woman there. You know? and, and, yeah. and there are, I mean, you know, I still see clients who are maybe their oldest child's 10 mm. and they're still dealing with pelvis stuff yeah. 10 years later. Mm. You know, so the reality is it doesn't just exactly. bounce back. There are yeah. some hang-ups and that's why we need to have care systems yeah. around us. We need and it to also have needs to be people... individualized because this is totally. the thing as well. Like, I know you, you mm-hmm. like a hypertone situation. There are mm-hmm. women who would be more closer to me where the, where the tone doesn't come back naturally by itself. Yeah. And you need to like treat those as totally different things like different totally. species essentially right yeah but that rarely happens eh? no it doesn't and i think what tends to happen in the current system and i'm not sure if it's the same in new zealand is we get a lot of care when you're pregnant mm-hmm. and then you get care in birth and then you give birth and then it's just like is your baby mm. fat enough mm. <laughs> that yeah. is basically it yeah. is your baby putting on weight and then you're just ignored mm-hmm. you know if you've had stitches then they're like you know how are your stitches doing but other than that it's just like go There's off no, like rehabilitation yeah. program go forth yeah. suddenly imagine just know how to be a mother and yeah. yes yeah. of course people have done it for centuries but back in the day we were all living in much more tribal, tribal. situations yeah. we were with our sisters with our mothers mm. with our grandmas sure. we were watching yeah. them and knowing what to do and we just we go back to our houses on our own it's more isolation it is and it's, it's harder yeah mentally and emotionally as well yeah. i think it is um, because there's much more expectation as well to to be performing to a certain standard yeah, like back certain, in the day it yeah. wasn't like cook all the organic meals yes. look great make your child look great yeah. do every single activity mm. to make your visitors standard. tea do not yeah. make your visitors your visitors make you tea yeah. you don't yeah. do those things in the first few weeks you know yeah, yeah. it's amazing visitors, stay, it? stay a short while and give them food yeah, yeah. That is it. like yeah. turn up clean, clean their house clean their house yeah. give them a nice meal uh-huh. yeah and then and the moms know that i mean i had a friend uh, who's she's had three kids and she was great. She would ring me and be like, I'm passing the supermarket. Yeah. What do you need? And I felt yeah. comfortable to say to her, 
like get me whatever ready-made mm. tortellini pasta mm. that I can mm-hmm. just chuck in a pan great anything I didn't yeah. care about was it organic or was it gluten-free anymore it was just yeah. like get the food that mm. I can cook as quickly as possible yeah. and she would do that and she would drop it off and she would say hi and give me a cuddle and she would leave magic oh. and that's that's you what you need. Those, yeah. You remember that. You remember all those meals that were dropped off to you. Yeah. You know? Totally. They mean yeah. so much in those few weeks. Yeah. In terms of that that kind of women's circle, kind of more like more tribal culture and in New Zealand where you where you have actually tribal culture kind of happening mm. on a similar plane, like it hasn't been lost in such a way as it has here. Does that influence, like, uh, is there more of an openness in general in society to the ideas of women's yeah. circles? It, it, does that, it, do you see that presence of Perhaps that? Perhaps, I think. Yeah, there is. Although the women I get, you know, from different clubs, I think it's a, also for women, I think it's a women's thing. They're remembering that this, this feels good to all come together. Mm. Vulner- vulnerability is a big thing. Yeah. And like non-judgmental that kind of space. Yeah. So I think women, every time I hold a circle at the end, someone will say, like, this is why I've need- I think we're craving this, kind of mm. coming back together mm. and connecting on this deeper level. So I think it's a... Yeah. And even I was, at a, I was at a circle last night in Dublin and with a cacao ceremony, but that's the same kind of circle environment. Mm. And yeah, I think that's just what the world needs more of right now. Yeah, because yeah, there's very little, I mean, when speaking of social media, there's very little opportunity to be vulnerable mm. in that space. Yeah. Although you hear people talk it a lot. Often there's it's a real, inc- it, yeah. it was an incongruity like between what they're showing in a picture quite often and what mm. they say underneath. Like nearly always, there's this weird disparity where you have these yeah. like, yeah. I don't mean ultra yogi like things like mad bendy scorpion poses and then like I really broke down today but and you're like well, it yeah. doesn't look like you broke down at all <laughs> looks like you're perfect yeah you're doing grand yeah, it's you know, easy it's funny that to it, have it, the words but to yeah. have yeah. it in the picture and you yeah. really have to set up a space to do that I right? think being present in the moment with people face to face like it's no there's no it's not recorded or mm. put into, it's just like mm. real life yeah yeah and then yeah, it's got presence yeah. with your, yeah. 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 yeah it's let go yeah. so there's not a feeling of you can't say this because it'll be forever yeah, noted in history true. in some kind of a way I think yeah. that's the thing and I think yeah I mean I think coming back to a point that you were talking about people were saying like have you got the buggy have you got mm. this da 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 it's like that and then there's the other side of it where people are going she's just pregnant she's not sick she can yeah. just carry on with her life and there's like these two sides of it and there's nothing in the middle where it's going like this is a sacred journey yeah. yes you aren't sick and you don't need to be treated like you're sick you can still go and exercise and climb mountains and do all those things but also around that there is an honoring that this is a time that is mm-hmm. unlike any other time in your yeah. life and you do need to take the time to honor that because if you haven't thought about your own birth story what's happened to you when you were born mm-hmm. you haven't talked to your mom about that mm. you haven't had a chance to process those things when it comes to your birthing time if you're holding on to those deep-rooted fears or traumas totally. or stuff that you haven't processed you're not going to be able to open and let go. Exactly. And I think there hasn't been an honouring of that or yeah, a space for space. one to honour that. So either, it's either, yeah, chatting with friends or it's a medical, you know, talking about the birth or how many weeks you are, what size of the baby. It's not like how you're feeling yeah. or how you're processing leading up to it. And like you said there, you know, the, it's so fascinating that, like, especially for women, so say my, you know, your egg was in your I grandmother's mean, womb. That's amazing. So that means yeah, your grand, like, think of ancestral, you know, it's yeah. all carried the lines are there. We were in their womb yes. at that time, everything that they experienced exactly. in their life. And maybe it goes back and back, you know, it's just, it's yeah. quite crazy. And our yeah. grandmothers were in the war. I mean, yeah. that, that was wartime. So think about the trauma yeah. that they yeah. were and experiencing. And survival living versus yeah. thriving and how that affects, yeah. Yeah, yeah scarcity yeah. Exactly. and all of that kind of yeah. stuff. Mm. And I think, you know, that's carrying down through us. And yeah. it's a different kind of a lineage that, yeah. you know, I think now there's this thing of, it, it's just we just came to swing on this pendulum yeah, well, where it's provide, either you're just must provide all the excess because I have none of the yeah. stuff yeah. or vice versa must have none of the stuff because you've had way too much excess yeah. do you know like always in, in uh, you always see notice in like in like clothes fashion when there's when it's a time of plenty clothes fashion is like ultra hip ones are like all the ripped jeans all the torn shitty mm. like broken stuff and then when there's a time of like whatever just not possibly whatever everything be really proper really really restrained really tight lines really yeah. kind of like and it always looks really like oh, i'm dressing up yeah you know yeah, yeah so it's like people always want to perceive it like in a time where there's loads of friends like oh it's cool i don't need any stuff yeah. Yeah. when there's nothing like oh no i have all the stuff i'll be okay you know yeah. it's it, it, like that need to project that yeah. is really strange isn't it and i think mm. certainly the women that i come into contact with they they do one or the other they either go into pregnancy and they're like doing all the things mm. yeah. really alternative or they're just like look I'm just coming to class to get fit which yeah, I'm yeah. told I go to and then I'll leave before Shavasana and off I'm gone yeah, yeah. you know and there's yeah. it's, it's yeah. really hard to find that middle thing yeah. Yeah. where you're like mm. it's okay it doesn't mean that you're an airy fairy hippie person yeah. 
if you also honor that journey and the emotions that are coming up it doesn't have to be that yeah like it might be it might be that you're kind of like us and you're more on that side of the spectrum but it doesn't necessarily need to be that way it's just about understanding what are the hormones of birth yeah how are they going to affect you how are they going to affect your birth journey and then going okay i need to work with those and the reality of that is if i'm storing fears if i haven't if I have anticipation about things that are coming and I haven't acknowledged them to myself, there is going to be a sense of putting on the brakes. Yeah. And, you know, and that's, that's reality. It's so weird yes. that the medical model doesn't allow for the space for emotions, you know, no. equals hormones. To, to be um, become literal in terms of their dealing with you. Yeah, Isn't that yeah. kind of, it's, it's insane. I mean, because ultimately they want you in and out. And if they want you in and out, they want you to have a super relaxed birth. As, yeah, they it's, want you to be able to relax. But for some reason they just like invert that thing. Like it should yeah. be, everything should be like, Palo Santo yeah. and friggin' like yes, little touchy that. massages on the shoulders and <laughs> yeah. you know like yeah, it really yeah, yeah. if they want to have the model to work the way they want and said so they set up it's like the super rigid thing have you do you see that in New Zealand yeah. as well is it very different there it's from different here? New Zealand yeah I think I, I guess on that point maybe like it'd be nice not to allow the the system to dictate how you like just allow yourself to feel the spectrum and you know yeah. not have to, that's only one part of the medical going for the appointment or whatever. Yeah, yeah yeah but uh, in New Zealand it is very different it is amazing if yeah. I had another child I would probably have child in New Zealand again. Oh, she <laughs> said it here first. I said if. I'm happy with my little boy right yeah, now. But, um, What's Oshin. Oshin, nice, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so in New Zealand, um, we had, like, you get, you choose your midwife, so you have, a, like, you know, a range of midwives to choose from in the, in the town, and that midwife sees you all the way through your pregnancy, is there with for you at your birth, and then sees you for up to six to eight weeks after birth, mm-hmm. so they come visit you every day at the start, and then every few days, and every week. And, it's, and I had oh, the best, I actually had an Irish midwife, <laughs> and Irish, yeah, and she was amazing. She was and incredible. do you have the choice, home birth, um, yes, birth yes. centre, hospital? Yeah, you can choose. So she was very home birthy, so I chose to go for home birth, but I might tell you later on, it didn't okay. actually transpire. Well, it started off as a home birth, right? but it, didn't end up, it ended up in hospital. Okay. But uh, yeah, you can choose, and there's no like, there's no talk of money or how much it costs. You just choose where you want to go. There's no. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I think what we, I mean, what's, what's the reality of here in Ireland is that we're missing the birth centers yeah. and it's mm. been a movement that's been, the midwives have been trying to push for a really long time to try and get birth centers here. And it makes so much sense because everyone knows our hospitals are massively overcrowded mm. and there's so many stories of women going in and they're literally just standing in a waiting room walking up and down mm-hmm. because there's no beds and it doesn't make sense for anyone. I mean, the hospital staff are under massive pressure yeah. and then they can't give the best so model of care if they're yeah. under massive pressure to get people in and out to try and give them beds. I mean, you know that yourself. You couldn't possibly operate and be your best self within that model. Yeah. But at the same time, women are having to choose between home birth and hospital. And like you, for me, home birth was the obvious choice. But for lots of people, it's a huge difference, on, mm. especially on your first baby, to go home birth or hospital. Yeah. And we hear so many stories and there is so much fear that it yeah. feels like you're like, well, if I choose home birth and something goes wrong, everyone's going to say, well, mm-hmm. it's your own fault yeah. because you chose yeah. home birth. Whereas if we had a birth center, there would be that midway ground. That yeah. People yeah, could ha- and that is idea. a bit more that way. There is like... The yeah. candles and the birth pools yeah. and the soft padding mm-hmm. and it is a bit more like a home from home kind yeah. of environment right. yeah. yeah it's a different thing and, and so w- during your birth then did you yeah. were you attending pregnancy women's circles as well at that stage I was, so i was going to pregnancy yoga i think i kind of created the circles because of what i was missing in my own pregnancy i okay. wanted to have more spaces to like be heard and be seen and listen to other women and connect to women on a deeper level so when i was i went to pregnancy yoga mm-hmm. and read lots of books and Got all excited about it, but yeah, I didn't have yeah. that circle. And did the, during yoga, did you begin to feel a little blip of that, like, oh, this is kind of the thing? Because it is kind of the thing, right? I mean, because there's, there's usually during yeah. you, I mean, you, you have an, an element of like fusion of energy in the room. Yeah. You're moving together. You're yeah, kind of feeling anything together. But it's still the, it, it, it was you a bit like more. I guess when I was doing this, yeah, it was a bit more like yoga class, and then you go home. It wasn't okay. like it wasn't really sharing and getting to okay. talk. Okay, that wasn't part yeah, of it. That yeah, that wasn't part of the one I did. Okay, okay. Like, yeah. It depends yeah. as well. I think. Yeah. On the studio, like. In my classes, I always have the women sit in a circle. Yeah, so you, you have that, which is nice. But it very much depends on the studio, what what vibe comes out. Not even like at the beginning, everyone, for me, everyone shares their name and yeah. how many weeks pregnant they are. Yeah. And then we talk about a different topic each week. Could mm. be, do you have a fear? Or do you know mm. what sex your baby is? Or, yeah. you know, is there anything you're excited about? Or just how are you feeling? Whatever. Beautiful. And some weeks, everybody, one person or two at the beginning share a lot. Mm. And then that leads everyone into sharing. Yes. And then yeah. it's a nice and conversation. Opens up. To go first. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but then sometimes contagious. people it is, are like, yeah, totally. it's great. Yeah. It's empowering as well. Yeah. And I yeah. think it's, and it's massive, even with just like, how are you feeling today? Yeah. If the first few people say, I've got no issues, I'm fine. Yeah. 
Nobody's going to say a damn thing. I've got no yeah. issues. <laughs> they don't want to be going, well, I've got yeah. my boobs are really sore and yeah. I'm back sore on my SPD and I'm not sleeping. Because mm. we have this idea that then you're being a moan. Yeah. And we don't want to exactly. be that. But it's not about that. It's about yeah. sharing because other people might have experienced those things yeah. yet. And yes. then when they do and they've heard other people go through it, they're like, oh, yeah. it's a crazy. normal thing. And I find the circle with other women who are pregnant, it's a perfect place to allow yourself, to yeah. allow yourself yeah. to yeah. say those things. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm really grateful, but I've been getting sick every single day. And I was, mm. you know, like, just yeah. to allow yourself to And I think yeah, it's be hard. real. <laughs> It'd be mm. real because, yeah. of course, it's, I mean, it is this thing that, that you've looked forward to for so long. Oftentimes, sometimes you've been through IVF and mm -hmm. all those things. Mm -hmm. There's this expectation from society that you cherish this and you just yeah. love it and you love pregnancy. And yes, the middle, society's not cherishing you back, sort of. Well, yeah, <laughs> there's not. either this expectation of you just keep going yeah. and you just, yeah. you know, you just keep going, very little changes, and then you give birth and, and all of the rest of that. Or there's this thing of just like, you should be in bliss. Yeah. And if you're somewhere in, the, like some women love pregnancy and yeah. some women don't. And my first trimester was horrendous. I mean, I yeah. did not love it. I just didn't. And I felt really, I felt really isolated yeah. in that because yeah. I felt really like I couldn't, you know, there were I was just so nauseous and so faint. I was fainting every time I tried to sit up. I couldn't oh my do my classes. I couldn't do anything. And I was really feeling resentful at that yeah. point. I was like, what have I, like, what is and this? Guilty and then guilty for feeling yeah, yeah, resentful. Yeah, yeah. And also not feeling like I could cycle. even yeah. say to anyone yeah, that. True. Yeah, because you're just like, if I, do I dare say it out loud that yeah. I feel this terrible, terrible? And then you're holding feeling. on to you, and then you know when you hold on to emotions, they go into your body. You're holding Absolutely. on to that tension, mm -hmm. and yeah. you're bringing the tension. The tension's making it worse, and, and the, the whole hormones. Thing, you need you need to be as calm as possible in pregnancy, yeah. avoiding stress, avoiding things that will cause you. Yeah, yeah, and as avoiding conflict. Just, yeah, yeah, you just need to stay in that place, Happy and hormones. for them. You know, because it's their patternings growing inside you yeah, as that's happening. Exactly. They're experiencing everything that you're feeling. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense for you to be yeah. as calm and as happy as it's possible. It's a beautiful book by, um, I think it's Deepak Chopra, I can't remember the name. Yeah, the Enchanted. Name? Yeah, that's Enchanted the first book I read. And it's, beautiful. it's all about like just everything that everything you're experiencing the baby is on some level. Yeah. But instead of feeling guilty about that, because that's where you go first, yeah. just actually spend time every day just connecting and sending good energy mm. from your heart to the baby's heart and just having that, yeah, good yeah. vibrations. I think around. it's also the thing that like self love which is a very hippie term, but that mm -hmm. idea we we really haven't allowed ourselves, even for the fact that I'm pejoratively selling a very hippie term, like <laughs> we, we're not, we don't allow ourselves to do it while we're not pregnant. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so why, how is it going to suddenly magically switch on when we are, do you know, because yeah. essentially it is yourself initially as well. I think, I think well, it right? makes you look at it. Like I think pregnancy is a huge transformational journey. So yeah. not just a physical, but you know, the mental, emotional spirit it's a spiritual journey isn't mm. it i feel yeah. like that so it makes you face those things it makes you face your fears mm. face your old traumas mm. face your yeah how much you love yourself and how yeah. much you're going to give love to yourself mm. to then give to your baby yeah yeah it brings to it all up really permissive with it brings it, yeah. it all up right here yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> face it yeah. yeah you can avoid it yeah, yeah. and can. i think you know and i think it and also i think something that people don't talk about enough they do talk about it but it's never talked about i think fully in depth is the fact that we live in a society where as a woman gaining weight is just wholly negative and mm. then suddenly and you've gone through your whole life having this understanding that being thinner is just basically bad mm. and it's getting in there in a million different ways all the time even if you think you're fairly comfortable and you're kind of like oh, you know, yeah. feel good you get pregnant and suddenly you start gaining weight and you know you're meant to and you also know it's good for you but it also doesn't stop you feeling like how do yeah. I feel about this? Like yeah. you can also know it's fine and be comfortable with it. And at the same time, still have all those same uncomfortable feelings that you would have if you were gaining weight normally. And there's no forum to talk about it because people are like, well, you're just pregnant. Of yeah. course you're gaining weight. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, but still like, yeah. it's tough to not be able to fit. It's this paradox of human and... humanity that we're not allowed to have two feelings. once. like, if you say mm -hmm. I'm yes. feeling, but mm -hmm. that means every, like, about everything in your life, you're feeling that one thing, as yeah. opposed to like, but well, I feel good about this, grand about this, I'm two exactly. out of 10 on that one, you know, yeah. Yeah. there's, there's, there's very little allowance for that. Yeah. And it's really you that kind of forgiveness it. of yourself that needs to come from outside in as well as inside out, doesn't exactly. it? And the duality exists. I think another thing as well yeah. that comes up as well, like after the baby's born, you know, the mother's also born. So you're yeah. a new mom. So you're, your whole, um, you're, you're a mother now, but maybe for the first time, so your identity changed. Mm. And I feel like lots of, lots of what we discuss in the mom and baby circles, we have, so the graduates of the pregnancy circle move into the mom and baby cool. circles. 
but often we talk about identity. So like, yeah. I'm so grateful I have this beautiful baby and a yes. mom, but I miss my old ways or who, I miss my career. I, sort of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Mm. But that's okay. You can have both. Like yeah, you said. you're and allowed it, to feel that like like, more independence as well, as, as much yeah. as your baby's feeling more yeah. independence as well from totally. you. Yeah. And even just voicing it makes mm. it better. Yeah. Mm. Just being allowed to speak that outside. Letting because it. otherwise you're burying it in yeah. there and it's festering and mm. getting all horrible. Yeah. But being able to say those things out loud is, is yeah. really, it's so cathartic. Yeah. And, I, and it, so women's circles and those kinds of circles, it's very much, as the leader of them, it's very much about creating and holding space. Yeah. And it's, it feels like such an intangible thing to even be ex able to explain what that is. But you know it. When you walk into a circle where the person leading it is holding the space really well, yeah. you feel comfortable to be completely relaxed and exactly. vulnerable. And if it isn't that case, people climb up. Yeah. And I know that. Yeah. I, you know, I know that in myself if I'm late for class and I'm running in and yeah. there's other stuff in my life and I'm not really present and I haven't had time to centre myself. I'm sure those are the days where everyone's just like, I'm grinding, around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Steve, I even think of the, I use the word like facilitator, like not even yeah. just facilitating. Like often I don't really talk that much. You know, they'll talk more. Yeah. yeah. Just having this, as you said, holding the space energetically as well isn't it yeah and do you come into the room a long time beforehand what do you what do you do to set things I usually up will come you... in. Yeah. yeah most of the time i do so often actually in the summertime in new zealand because it's beautiful weather we did our circles outside of nature oh, so it was amazing right. under the trees and the sutravasana and the trees hey. on the beach or, yeah it's pretty special yeah so it was mm. nice so i'd come along with my cushions and rugs from the car right. but in the studio yeah i'd come a bit earlier and set this you know sage and all that and mm. yeah nice smells yeah. and yes. nice feelings yeah. and but it is about nurturing i mean yes the when you think nurture. about the end of it like learning to nurture yourself and yeah. look after yourself gives you the tools to learn to look after somebody else and totally. that is the job transition that's happening yes. right then yeah so the more you can do that in pregnancy the yeah, easier that transition can be and the more you're allowed to do that because i'm always talking to women at the end that kind of 37 weeks onwards that their job is to build as much oxytocin in their body as possible. Yeah, so exactly. their job is to literally go, what are the things that make me happy? Yeah. And how can I fill my days with those? Yeah. And it's not like... <laughs> Give me all the romantic comedies, yeah. Yeah. all the nice teas, yeah. all the chocolate. Yeah, all the chocolate. And, yeah, exactly. But it's yeah. not about self-indulgence, because yeah. I think people instantly are like, oh, ha, 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 yeah, I'll get a yeah. massage. It's like, no, no, no. This is actually your, your job. job. Yeah. Because yeah. your birth is going to be so much smoother yeah. for you and your baby and your partner and your care provider. If you go into healing. it with a massive amount of oxytocin. Yeah. yeah, and it's the same in so many aspects of life as well. If we take our job as being joy, like our actual job for ourselves yeah. being joy, then the only way that will go is better for everybody else outside yeah. ourselves as well. I mean, I say this as a full hypocrite because it's something I really try and do and really don't embody as much as yeah. I as I'd like to. But it's a practice, isn't it? It's, it, it's practice. a major practice, yeah. and it's like the the sense around indulgence in it is is so unhelpful so strong as it's well a, though isn't it's it? a bummer because yeah, it's yeah. internal as well i mean it's i mean that patterning is unfortunately i think that that's really a, a human thing it's not just a case that our parents have told us that way it's really yeah. a part of the human condition to yeah. kind of to feel bad for having too much of whatever you know yeah. um, tv or lemonade or whatever right. it is or even just like energy or energy yeah, yeah. like, yeah. like my son yeah. is like a massive energy kid mm. and like that is a, a source of massive criticism from mm. everyone and also from me at times yeah. just like, he's just too much yeah like yeah. there's just too much going on yeah. and we're so quick to jump to that too yeah, much thing true. in yes. everything in our mm -hmm. lives whatever it is as soon as we have that we have that instinct to kind of self-flagellate where mm -hmm. we're like no beat yourself over yeah, the back yeah, with yeah. a stick yeah. you must feel bad about that thing again yeah. i think yeah it's, it's a very hard thing and, and like to your point to come from this mentality when you aren't pregnant and suddenly mm -hmm. to jump in and embody the earth mama yes. all connected all nurturing creation. loving yeah. creation you know it's a huge jump because it's, it's not cool. that most people <laughs> yeah. get to give up their jobs and yeah. float around no, and no, lose no. stresses no. and barefoot and connect to the earth it's like yeah. you're going from possibly a corporate environment where you're sitting at yeah. a desk making decisions in a very masculine environment and then you jump to your yoga class yeah. or your circle mm. and suddenly you're like yeah yeah ah, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah what is this what am i feeling yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and i think for me if one of the things we wanted to talk about today was that the idea of that holistic journey. So mm. for women that maybe hadn't come into contact with those ideas, maybe they've heard of pregnancy yoga, yes, now, and they might yeah. have heard of active birthing. But the idea that there's more to it than that, yeah. it can be a really scary and kind of daunting concept. And for me, there's like a lot of ways you can do that that don't have to be endpoint oriented. Exactly. They can be just like, get some really good books. Yeah. I had a really nice yes. journal called yeah. the Sacred Pregnancy Journal. It, it wasn't kind of like massively hippie or anything yeah. like that, but it was just like each month it would have a different pointer of that you might look at in your life to deal with. So it might mm -hmm. be like, talk to your mom about how your birth was and okay, over yeah. a cup of tea. 
and then you might go and do that and then you would journal about it and then it would give you facts about where you were in your pregnancy and interesting things or what might be good uh, supplements to take at that time or what might be good nutritionally or whatever and then the next month it would have a different focus like have you looked at how your relationship's going to change afterwards sit down with your partner and it would have a little meditation it's a huge thing and we forget about it massively we just think about like there will be a baby okay so we know that that's going to be different and we think about we're probably not going to get much sleep yeah and our body is going to be different we know that spare room another room more storage that yeah more stuff (laughs) all of that kind of thing yeah Yeah, the practical things but that tangible thing about like how are our roles going to be are we going to take traditional masculine feminine roles like how are we going to relate to each other how are we going to take make time for sex how are we going to make time for romance like what is that going to feel like how are we going to nurture each other all those things i feel like everyone should go through like couples counseling and pregnancy to like prepare them (laughs) for that thing afterwards because it's a phenomenal change i mean it is and it and it's so sudden exactly you don't know when it's coming whenever in your life is it something which is going to change your life forever and you're just waiting you're Definitely like, is learning, it today? It's a learning on the job thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. totally. Practical, yeah. And some people are better than that than others. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. And I think what the, the key point for me that seems to come up again and again is we've lost our elders. Yes. yes. Back in the day, we would have had elders who would have mm-hmm. been teaching us, who we would have gone to, who would have been totally. present, who would have been showing us where we were going wrong or anticipating that or showing us by modeling. Mm-hmm. And now we just, we're not party to that. You know, yeah. birth isn't happening in the home. So we're not witnessing births all the time. So we don't know what that looks like. Yeah. And so it's this that's scary selfish. thing that happens mm-hmm. somewhere behind closed doors. And then we mm-hmm. hear the terrible stories yeah. and, and that's it. And that's our, our concept of it. Some, yeah. It's hard to hear the good story, you know, go seek out the good stories. It's really hard yeah. to seek out. But they are out there. They're yeah. there. There are yeah. so many of them, but yeah. everyone says that. People are really quick to tell the trauma stories. And it's not from a bad place. It's from a need for catharsis. Exactly. Yeah. Those people are like, I have to get this out. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have to be heard. Well, I think I a woman sharing it. a story is a very, that's a sacred thing in itself. That's a practice. That's a ceremony. It's a ritual, mm-hmm. you know, and having, holding space for women to do that. And then, so, I don't know, I'm, I just love hearing any birth story. I'm yes. just like, tell me everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. And, yeah. But I think there are, it's important to, if you are pregnant, if you don't want to hear the bad, the bad stories, then, you know, that's okay. You don't have yeah. to. And like you said, like, it's an individual. So just do what feels good for you. Like, don't yeah. go, don't feel like you have to go to all these pregnancy yoga classes if it doesn't feel like, you know, maybe yeah. just like sample one that you kind of, you know, like find And it's balance. trying it as well. Yeah, exactly. That's the other yeah, thing being is open. that. I know that my pregnancy classes are very different from yeah. some other people's. And so you kind of, it's not that you go to one and you go, no, I don't like pregnancy yes, yoga. exactly. You have to try it Sample out, like with anything. Yeah. And it might be that you go to pregnancy Pilates or you yeah. might just go to an active birth workshop or you might or just like get videos at home yeah, you or might get find a great meditation or whatever or those things something are. Something you need your at night time to listen to. Just some little ritual you can bring into your day. It doesn't have to be a class. You can always just yeah. be at home as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to do. acknowledge that this time is different and yeah. to be present. Yeah. Because I think you never know what's going to happen afterwards. Like certainly I felt like I thought I would have a big family mm. and that doesn't look like that's the way that that's panning out. So yeah. I feel like if I had known that that was going to be my only pregnancy, yeah, it would have had a very different spin on it. Like I would have been much more honouring of like, this is the only time I'm going to have this day in I this know, pregnancy yeah. ever. Yeah. And then it would have made that whole thing, all the tough stuff would have been much easier because it yeah. would have been like, well, this is only happening once. I know. And this is, but True. when we're always in the future, we're yeah. like trying to race through the thing to get to the good thing yeah, at the always. end, thinking, yeah. well, I'll have this, time to mm. do this again. I'll yeah. do it again another time. You know, even kicks like my little guy was such a kick he was kicking me all the time yeah he was really sore yeah you know and i wasn't able to like sit in that like oh isn't this lovely yeah. it was more like i can't wait for this yeah, to yeah, stop yeah. and but then, no, that's the thing not everyone loves like loves pregnancy no, no everyone's different yeah so just be, be where you're at mm. did you but love it i loved being pregnant okay <laughs> i was like i actually stayed pregnant for another year or two really yeah, yeah i loved it. people were like what is she like yeah. <laughs> but, and i had a love I, I had a very like beautiful pregnancy okay. and i was the you know flowy dress flower crown bare feet and i was kind of okay. i really relished it i, I yeah. made yeah i went on early maternity leave and had more days just to have all those yeah yeah but then my so i and i was kind of i guess naive at the time thinking if i read all the books and journal all the affirmations and listen to hypnobirthing every night i'm going to have the most amazing um home birth in the water and then mm. i learned a beautiful lesson in the first number 101 of motherhood <laughs> which is surrender mm. so just surrendering you can't you know we can't control things like mm. children births mm. anything so, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so that's my always a lesson mm. to practice mm. but yeah so my um I started off, will we go into the birth yeah. story now? Yeah, we're going, we're going there. Oh, segue. Yes. <laughs> okay, look, you love them too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into Get it. <laughs> so I started off at home in, in the, had a birthing tub. In the, in How the many house. weeks were you when you? I was 
40, yeah, three days over June. And what in New Zealand, uh, what is it? Do they have a, a birth date or is it a birth month or is it a birth they, week? They, they give you due date. Okay. But you know, I think estimate date, you have in your head an estimate, mm. yeah. Um, and how long do they let you, do they let you go over? Or yeah, like, how is that? just let you go. It's very like, they, I always felt like it was my decision. You know, like it should always be the woman's decision. It's your body. So they can guide you. Obviously the doctors have expert, they are doctors who, you know, but it's your decision. They can't tell you to, you know? Here they can though. Yeah. Can very they? much. Oh yeah. Wow. You get a very short amount of time. Yeah. That's depends days over. or less, isn't it? Or four days or something. Yeah. It depends yeah. whether you're going home, like home birth, yeah. you're going to have longer. Yeah. Um, but hospital birth, it depends on the hospital. Each one has a different policy. Different one, yeah. yeah. And then it's going to depend on how's your baby growing? Yeah. yeah. Of course, yeah and they're all going to have different. I'm not sure what it was. Maybe it was 41. Well, yeah, my mother was like, let's not worry about that. It's just, yeah, she was very kind of keeping present. So mm. two days after, um, I just started getting some, I had breast and hicks the whole way in, in the end, so I didn't know what, what was early labor, what wasn't. Mm. Explain that. Breast and hicks is right. that kind of contraction. The, well, it's not real labor, but it's preparing your uterus and getting ready, so okay. you feel the tightening. Just, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, so you kind of just stop and you, ooh, like, like, almost that? like a cramp, think, but not, okay. not very But you know it's different it's when weird. you get it. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's kind of a bit like if you've eaten like so much tooth, too much food yeah. and your belly just like rock hard. Oh, it's wow. like that all of a sudden you're like, uh, oh, yeah. and you can't really breathe okay. like you can't yeah. expand into the thing and as well right. and then it's yeah. gone you're like oh thank god wait so your diaphragm sitting right above the mm. womb thing right that's insane yeah and everything all the sure organs the entire all time. The, yeah everything is there. It's, 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 up. it's amazing it's your diaphragm your pelvic floor like almost working in unison together yeah active passive yeah okay um so yeah, so I was having mild contractions and uh, or rushes as I called them I wasn't calling them painful you know yeah yeah um so yeah, in the evening time. Also, I think when you go into labor, like the time of day or night has an effect. You know, if you go to labor in the evening time, you have no sleep all night mm. and then yeah. all next day, you're going to be more tired. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, if you have a full night of sleep and then go into labor in the morning, you're already ahead <laughs> of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to labor in the evening. So all, yeah, all through the night I labored and then my midwife came over around six in the morning and then we labored all morning and then it was all going really well. And I went through um, the phase where I felt like I can't do this anymore, yeah. but I don't want to say it out loud, but it's actually mm. getting really hard. And it, it, but then uh, I remembered that was actually, that's transition. transition. I know and then it's I so did, good. You're I like, I want to oh. vomit. I feel really sick. I'm going to throw up. And then I vomit. Oh, hang on. That's transition. I read about this. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. We're getting closer. So I, you know, I think all the reading there was help, helping me. And then I got to the pushing stage and he was all, he was in a good position. I fully dilated, but then something happened where he must've turned his head or who knows. Just yeah. before you go into that, just for one second, what, yeah. what's the transition phase actually? What's happening with the transition phase? So in the in your contractions, just to use the technical terms, the cervix is, yeah. say, like, like this. It's pulling, the contractions are pulling the cervix mm. up and out yeah. like this mm -hmm. so that the cervix opens. And then when transitions come, it's so confusing because you've just got used to the sensation of the contraction. You might not be loving them, but you know what's yeah. happening. You yeah. know what to expect. And then suddenly what happens is the top of the uterus mm. pushes down as an ejection reflex. So okay. it goes from this to this, and wow. it's a completely different feeling in wow. your body. And the transition between those two things, the transition yeah. between that to that is transition. Okay, and at okay. that stage, because it's so different. It's like a really acute moment. Obviously, yeah, oftentimes you can be sick or you yeah. can have diarrhea because obviously you're trying to clear out all the passages so okay. there's as much room as yeah. possible for the baby to come okay. down. Yeah. It doesn't, energy, it doesn't it? happen always. Yeah. Like it didn't happen for me, the, the okay. being sick thing. Yeah. But it does, it just, it's really common for women to say, I actually can't do this anymore. Yeah. I think I'm dying. I think I'm dying. I'm done. I'm I done. I'm done. I can't do it now. Uh, and, so sorry. And that's really yeah. common. And I think, like you said, for me, mm. exactly that. Having read all the birth stories yes. before, when it got to that point that I said that, I was suddenly like, it's transition. Yes, exactly. And then you're like, yes, because yeah. you know that then you're moving towards the pushing stage yeah. and you're nearly at the end. Yes. Mm. So in your head, mentally, it's a totally different yeah. thing. So I think in that situation, information is so powerful. It is important. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it really is. But then it does get to a point where it's almost like, okay, so what's happening next? I totally. totally. You have to not be too yeah, much in your head. You have to be it. in your body and be that kind of primal, mm. have that primal energy. Mm. So anyway, so in the house, out of the, in and out of the water, in the pool, on the bed, so my water's broken, the toilet, mm. and then pushing... And then, yeah, then something happened. He was, all of a sudden, he wasn't in the right position. He was stuck, his head was a different way. So instead of right. like here, it was kind of the forehead part. Yeah. Oh, right. um, and my lovely midwife was very, you know, giving me some tips and trying again. And she said, we could wait for maybe half an hour, but maybe we should think about hospital. I was like, okay. no hospital. I haven't even packed a bag. I'm not going. <laughs> I was stubborn. a bit stubborn, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hang on. I remember reading this, um, this pelvic, uh, pelvic something that was called like, Public squeeze. Public squeeze. I read in the anime book. Yeah. So I was like coaching like my partner and my midwife, push my hips together on the yeah. next contraction. 
But that we so I tried lots of different yeah. things for a couple of hours. Right. Yeah. I was being, yeah, being very persistent then. Okay. Hadn't learned to surrender just yet. Um, anyway, eventually I did surrender and yeah. we went into hospital, but it was it wasn't your normal like, you know, it was me walking in with a towel to my leg saying, I don't wanna be here. You know, <laughs> it was not, was not gracious and yeah. <laughs> but they're all lovely and they were so nice in the hospital, oh, amazing and anyway I won't go yeah, a few more hours of trying all different things yeah. and all the things I didn't want to have, I didn't want any medical intervention, but I had in the end I opted for an epidural and that was actually very relieving. Yeah. I would not I'm no longer against <laughs> uh, when they're needed. So yeah. And then in the end, yeah, in the end, the one thing I didn't want to have a C-section or cesarean okay. birth, mm. I had a cesarean. But I like, actually, a, a yoga teacher told me once, it's not like, you know, a vaginal birth or cesarean. It's actually a vaginal birth or a cesarean birth. You still gave mm. birth. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, a very yeah, important yeah. thing, I think, just to emphasize. But yeah, so I gave um, I gave birth then. And mm. it was, uh, since it was born, I think that was worth every second. Yeah. You know, it was, mm. it was worth it. But after that, after that happened then, so I was, you know, it was, it was all fine. Obviously, you're on happy hormones, you're accepting what happened. Mm. Um, but then afterwards, a few hours after that, we got back into the room and it was breastfeeding. It was lovely. Um, and then the little, he, got, he got checked over and they thought he had some, they actually thought he had a tumor, was mentioned. And they wanted to fly him to, for surgery, emergency surgery. Mm. So the, the very next morning, he was born in the evening time, the next morning, um, they came in and told me he's got to go to hospital and you can't go because you just had a cesarean mm -hmm. section. Yeah. Oh my God. So they flew my my husband and him up in an ambulance and airplane to Auckland and I was left in Gizzy on my own. Terrifying. That was, no, yeah, That's just, the toughest just thing. It's not quite what I had manifested, you know? No, yeah. at all. So yeah, so that was, so then I had to have a day in oh. about 33 hours where I was separated from him before mm -hmm. I got to fly, fly up there amazing hospital midwives they're actually letting me express into a syringe colostrum really? and if I, if I couldn't have gone up there they were going to fly my my milk all the way up there really? that's amazing that's how amazing, amazing new zealand yeah isn't that amazing but anyway eventually then i was flown up a day and a half later and got to bond with him and he was he had surgery and he was fine it was no it was no problem Fuse. what was it what was it though? it was just like just the I had something, yeah. A growth of some yeah, sort. Growth of it. Yeah, growth. I worried about it. Yeah. Okay. It's all good. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. But it was just one of the. Yeah. But I think I was so in shock of just kind of overcoming the birth and you know yeah. healing and on pain, pain. So I was really processing it. But my poor husband was like already thinking all the worst case scenarios. Of course. And, and having to just, leave you must have been yeah, really traumatic. Yeah. Because it's such an instant thing of like suddenly you know it's always been you two looking after each other. Exactly. Yeah. Suddenly it's like and now your parents and you're a family, but now you're separate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So it was all. It was full, but I think that I don't. Know, maybe that's that kind of that big event that happened to me, and all the support I got. I got so much. My midwife, my Irish midwife, came into hospital the next day with um. She baked, made Irish soda bread for me. Oh, ah, that's oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, with Irish butter, she found ah, somewhere. Totally yeah, nurturing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it all ended. It all ended well, but just it just gave me a huge lesson in like you can't just make things happen the way you want. You know, you have to yeah. totally surrender, and also. The way it'll happen, like maybe he was meant to be in hospital, so they would spot that and yeah, give him the exactly. rights, you know, so everything happens mm. for a reason, as yeah. cliche as that sounds, but yeah. I think just... Well, there's yeah. no point in thinking any other way around it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Even if it didn't, yeah. yeah. But I did have to process yeah. the disappointment and like, you know, yes. people say, but the baby's healthy, but actually, that if a mom does go through a traumatic birth and they, they have, they need time and they deserve time to yeah. process that. It's a confusing to, set of emotions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, to heal, and to feel both sides. You know, yeah, yeah, feel yeah, grateful, yeah. But to feel disappointed. Or, yeah. Yeah. And I think that the, the disappointment thing's real. I mean, people always say that, they always come back to, but yeah. you and your baby are healthy and yeah. you survived. But that is not the most important thing in life, actually. Yeah your experience of the thing how you carries through how you feel about it thanks yeah yeah how you feel about it is a massive massive thing mm -hmm. and it's not to be taken lightly yeah. i mean you still like my birth story was similar in a way to yours actually really similar oh, yeah, really. in that i had planned a home birth had the same midwife the whole way through my pregnancy yeah. she was amazing and she was really funny as well um and you just you good. love your your home birth oh i mean gosh, you just yes. love your midwife like yeah. we still chat on yeah. text each other all the time and like yeah i just i love her so it much. sounds like the most vocational job in the world like i, I, think, I think it's the most mm. important job in the world I mean, I, possibly yeah, yeah. Absolutely, right up there. I, have, I mean, it's yeah. you're yeah. so vulnerable at that time, yeah. and you're so putting all your trust into them mm -hmm. that that bond that you're having, because in labour you're looking to them to go, is this okay? Yeah. And you are literally giving your life and your baby's yeah. life over yeah, to yeah, their yeah. hands. So you really need trust. to have that deep yeah. trust. And they're like, seeing every side of you. Every, every side yeah. of you, like yeah. when you're angry, when you're sad, when yeah. you're scared, all of those moments they're yes. seeing, and they're seeing the intimacy between you and your partner yeah. as well, and mm -hmm. knowing when to step out of the way, mm -hmm. and knowing to stand in, and 
it's just such a they're incredible. Uh, pretty nuanced role. They're amazing. Totally, yeah. yeah, they're amazing. They're totally amazing. And they should be paid a lot more. Shouldn't they mm. though? Yeah. And afterwards, because because of that home birth thing as well, I as well she came to my house every day for two weeks afterwards. Oh, wonderful. And yeah. I could I mean I couldn't have done it without it. The day yeah. that she left, I cried so much. Same, I cried. <laughs> I, I can't this believe I'm not going to see you like my best friend. Yeah. Like, I, I can't oh, believe yeah. I'm not going to see you <laughs> yeah. anymore. It was like it mm. felt so. Yeah. It suddenly became transactional because it was like, well, this is over now. Yeah. And the payment is finished and the thing, and you're like. Yeah, what? No, I'm not what? A but I was the most special yeah. one, yeah. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you you oh, felt a different nice. bond with me, though, right? right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Know. that kind of thing is so. It must be hard for them. They're amazing, you know. Because they must get emotionally involved. Absolutely, to do, well. to do that, like it's like you hear yeah. about teachers moving on in the year, they're moving yes. on every few months. Like it's, yeah. And much more of a like a strongly attached because they have to be attached, or else they yeah. won't do their job, right? No, right. There has to be an emotional. A big emotional part. And they have to know you as well. They have to know that in those moments, how you're going to behave. Like, Mm. they can go, um, one mum, there might be a situation and they might go, I think she's going to handle this okay. We can probably be fine. And Mm. another mum, you'd be like, no, this just isn't for her. We need to move to this. You know, so they have to be able to make those judgments. And know your own intentions and your own, yeah. But I think there's a point you mentioned there about how you're going to feel. I think, like, what I say a lot to the women, you know, when you're making your birth plan or thinking about, instead of thinking about how you want it to happen, because mm-hmm. we can't control that, but mm-hmm. just to reflect upon maybe a few words or core desired feelings of how you want to feel yeah. in your birth experience. So you want to feel empowered, you want to feel supported, you want to feel loved, you want to feel, you know, those kind of words. Like if you yeah. focus on those, no matter yeah. what happens, if it's a emergency cesarean section yeah. or yes. a, a, a half an hour Home, you know, whatever happens, if you just felt empowered in the process, yeah, that's, yeah, it's, that's the, that's thing, the most. It? I think that's really. Key. And I think it's, really it's very hard for us to not, you know, and that, that feeling thing changes it massively, yeah. doesn't it? Because yes. For me, like I had to transfer at the end when his head was crowning already. I had to transfer to hospital, um, and okay, yeah. so I gave birth to him like in the hospital as well. Right. And for me, there was definitely regret afterwards of like because it turned out that we didn't, we probably didn't need yeah, to transfer yeah. in the end as it as it was. Um, and, you know, at the time, I was totally fine with it. Like, when they yeah. told me I'm going to transfer, I was just like, oh, whatever. I mean, sure, his head was half out. I was like, yeah, yeah. I don't care. Whatever yeah. happens. But afterwards, the fact that I wasn't in my home was a massive mm. thing for me because I felt really uncomfortable in the hospital. Yeah. And we'd left our dog at home. It was completely unplanned. We yeah. hadn't any clothes for me, any clothes for the baby, any oh, nappy, yeah. nothing. Yeah. So, like, everyone was naked. My school was still in the living room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I have some amazing friends who went back and just sort of that. Oh, I know, but yeah. Yeah, you know, when you're it. feeling stressed and you don't have a phone charger, you don't have it, and you're yeah. suddenly like, I'm just in this hospital, I was totally unprepared. Yeah. Mm. And you feel really like, you feel like you've been robbed of that thing mm. that you were expecting. Like, had I been at home, it would have been like, and now we go get cozy in my bed yeah. and we we'll snuggle up and we mm. go to sleep. And that was really the imagining that I, I had had in my head. Yeah. And it wasn't so much about the birth process itself, but it was like the bit afterwards, the feeling yeah. of being comforted and being yeah. nurtured. And I didn't feel that afterwards. Mm. I felt really scared and I felt really left alone. Oh. Like I didn't have those people around me telling me what to do or looking after me. It was just, you know, it was obviously business as usual, get on to the next person. Yeah. Like they weren't like having an absence of care, but there was no like nurturing thing going on. And mm. that's the moment when you're most vulnerable. You're really yeah. weak and, and those you're first really few tired. days and then your hormones are shifting and the breastfeeding totally. is starting and the milk's coming in. And yeah, those are, yeah. And you just, you're just like, so vulnerable. you're in shock. I mean, yeah. you're just in this like, what just happened? You had this big, huge event in your body, in yeah. your life, and Benet got this, you know, he's here, she's here, he's finally here, and then you've got to, yeah. okay, now what? And now change your nappy, yeah. and breastfeed, and it's also, latch. though, like, this stranger, yeah. as well, you're like, yeah. In my life. I mean, you're going to change my life yeah, forever, but you? ultimately, you're like, who is who this person? Yeah. I've been staring about you doing the same thing. Totally. Yeah. How are you? And he, Ruben didn't look at all like how I was expecting him to look. Yeah. Like, he was very different looking than I had in my head. I don't know. Isn't I, I kind of consciously had yeah. a thing in my head. Yeah. But when I was looking at him, I was like, this isn't, I mean, this, are you my baby? This is bizarre. No, like, I just yeah. thought my baby was going to be a different baby than this baby. <laughs> so then you're like, okay, so this is a... This is us now, and you're kind of getting to know each other then. And it took a while; like it definitely Mm -hmm. took like the best part of two weeks for me to finally go. Oh, okay, I know you. Like, and that's very common. It's really common. I give an instant, you know, connection. No, and people talk about this, like you said, like afterwards you're on that happy hormones. Yeah, I didn't have that. I didn't have that big high of happy hormones, and I'd had what I felt like was was pretty textbook birth. Like everything went great, but I didn't have what I was expecting to have. And obviously, in retrospect the shock of the transfer to hospital, even though it didn't yeah. feel to me in that moment that it was shocking for me, mm. must have inhibited yeah. that massive oxytocin release at the end that people do get yeah. for me. 
you know yeah. and in your case it was still a shock but it didn't happen for you yeah. Yeah. but all you ever get told is like once your baby's born you're gonna forget yeah. everything and it's gonna be so good yeah. and it isn't always that way yeah. like you can yeah. be left in this weird thing where you're like oh I don't I mean I lo- obviously I loved him obviously I was gonna look after him yeah and like he was mine but I didn't feel like this is the most amazing yeah, thing that's yeah. ever happened to me in my life and I'm just so happy and I'm yeah. blissed out and I've seen so many mums in that state I exactly. know what that is yes. I definitely didn't have that and yeah. I was so glad to have my midwife when I got home because she was like this, this is how it was for me as well like I didn't get that that grows and just yeah. like when you meet people some people are instant connectors with people yeah. and some people take a little bit of time to warm exactly. up to them and that's what happens with your baby and yeah. I thought like more people need to know that yeah, because totally. for me it was terrifying it was mm-hmm. like oh my god is there something wrong with me yeah. like do I not have enough mm. love and that's why you need baby? that you know the, the wise women so you know, you know the five pillars of postpartum wellness is five yeah. So like so yeah, so one of them is having a council of wise women. So having wise women around. This is for mm. afterbirth. Yeah, I was going to ask did your mum travel across, but anyway, go on. Sorry. She did later. Yeah, right. a few weeks afterwards. Okay. Um, and I had lots of close and I had friends who have been there before. You always know the ones who come in. Mm. They party your house and give you food. Mm. They know what it's like, you know, the mm. moms. So yeah, a council of wise women around you. And proper nutrition is so important. Mm. You need to eat like extra meals, especially if you're breastfeeding, extra meals, mm. or even not if you're just healing from birth. Um, rest. I love how it says rest, not sleep, because yeah. let's be realistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like just some downtime. Just being still. Yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah, choosing yeah. to, yeah. you know, just yeah, even do some breathing or some that kind of thing. Bring that in. Um, connection to nature is a really important one as well mm. for well-being. So even mm. just getting outside and fresh air. I know it's Ireland, but <laughs> fresh, fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and then the last one is oh, touch. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, touch. Definitely. So not even touch. like. Even your partner giving you a hug or anyone giving you a hug or just touching your baby, the skin to skin, just that touch is really important for yeah for new moms. Yeah, I think well, that's you know it's so key, isn't it? And I think nutrition is a big one, isn't it? Yes. Though? And I mean, you must see that a lot yeah. in the shop. All the time. Do you get women coming in like our partners coming in and saying, Wondering "What, what do I do? What do I do?" Well, yeah, obviously. I mean, like the thing is that most for most people, unfortunately, that um, like nutrition within within pregnancy and, and postpartum is kind of like has become like reductive to the point of like I need DHA and yeah. I need folic acid and you're like god almighty I mean like you're not going to live on DHA and folic acid so I don't know yeah there's a, there's a really narrow perception of the, of the requirements in the same way as like when you get women with anemia that they're like my my doctor has prescribed iron you're like okay cool but you know what else it takes to build blood cells loads of stuff like mm-hmm. loads of like B12 zinc B6 ev- like everything else yeah. you know and so I think when it comes to like it's the it's the spectrum and the smorgasbord and the diversity that we need in life and everything that exactly. like definitely applies during pregnancy. Yeah. Uh, and I think the big thing, uh, what I've heard uh, David Wolf say around pregnancy, around, around conception actually, was that um, there have been some studies on where they've shown that uh, that women who are like replete with fats just from every source, like mm. oily fish, avocados, yeah. walnuts, whatever supplements, um, that they have, there's a sudden trigger in the body, the body's like, oh, this is cool, this is like a safe place where there's loads and loads of good stuff coming in, I can make loads of hormones, I'm going to make a baby now. Mm. And so I think anything that we can do to kind of like replete the body with all the nutrients, like yes. all the nutrient stores, all the cacao, all mm. the turmeric, yeah, all the fun stuff. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah big yeah. time. Um, I think that's that's really the, the way to kind of augur it. And it's unfortunate that like most most pregnancy supplements bar a tiny spectrum of them are really narrow and really myopic and the people yeah. coming in looking for them are just looking for essentially folate and exactly. DHA. <laughs> and also you want, to, you want to put natural things into your body. Absolutely. You don't absolutely. want the synthetic ones that are in our Big time. You know, absolutely. You know, yeah, so getting yeah, really yeah. good quality one is important. But I think it, it's all, but it comes back to that same thing, doesn't it? It's just fear-based. It's yeah. like yeah. the studies haven't been done on the yeah. pregnant women. Yeah, yeah. So don't eat the cheese and don't eat the fish yeah. and only eat this thing and don't That's eat this so thing. That's so hard. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Like, it's the burgers that came from the things with the pesticides and blah, blah, blah. That'll be fine okay I mean, do you know for sure no you don't okay grand like yeah. did you study the pregnant woman who ate all the donuts and the ice cream and that worked better yeah. that, that went fine <laughs> you're yeah. like it's yeah. so weird yeah, yeah. and it, yeah. you're in this time of plenty yeah you know and of massive growth and of yeah. abundance yeah and you're being told all this stuff about denial yeah it's just mm. like don't eat this don't yeah. eat that don't yeah. eat this don't eat that yeah. and that's rubbish yeah. and you're like what and you're also then being told, don't eat too much because you'll put on too much yeah. weight and you yeah. only need a tiny bit more. But everyone's body is different and you're starving yeah. and you get in this, you're like, I'm starving, exactly. but I probably shouldn't eat that because I'm only yet to meet the amount of a Mars bar a day extra. Otherwise yeah. I'll put on too much. And you're like, yeah, but sometimes the baby's growing massively and then mm-hmm. sometimes it's not. It's yeah, like exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have to be able to yeah. fluctuate with those mm-hmm. things. And also I think when you're pregnant, you're just so much more in tune with your body. So if you just 
quieting out all that noise and just tune into yourself you mm. know intuitive eating just like what does my body actually really need today yeah. mm. and maybe it does need more carbs and more fats yeah. and more you know yeah. or maybe some sugar because you know milk sweet but, but you know yeah. in moderation it's all just yeah mm. tuning, tuning into what you what you need yeah. individually and have you always been good at that with yourself is that something you really because you seem yeah. like you might be quite cerebral Am I wrong? What does that mean? Like, I don't know, somebody who's like quite like bookish a little bit, like in terms of like I read, like when you're saying you read all the books to know uh, what was happening. Yeah. Is that um, the only thing you've applied that in that principle? In I got to go through phases. That... I used to be very kind of strictly vegan or strictly okay. something, but now I'm more intuitive. Like, okay. I, I eat, cool. Yeah, I don't eat dairy because it doesn't really group me, but I eat yeah. eggs. And, yeah. yeah. But I do kind of I do, and I did think I'd be very, 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 very healthy in pregnancy. But I did, you know, want chocolate and want, you know. Want so I think things, it's all this yeah. yeah balance. Yeah. But okay. I do like. So I really am interested in like nutrition and especially. I breastfed for like, over two and a half years. I felt really wow. depleted after that. So I've been. Jeez, I'm not surprised. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and he's like a big boy, you know. So I, right, yeah. I really am into just replenishing myself with good nutrients and flooding my body with Great. all the good things now. Yeah. And what's he like as an eater? He's good now. Yeah, he's good. He's yeah, he's staying here with his nana and granddad who are sneaking him biscuits from the <laughs> watching. So I'm trying to be a bit more. Okay. A little it's bit okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. But yeah. No, he's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. We, we used to live in Mexico for a few months, so he loves like. Avocado oh, he's got all that stuff in him. That's great. Waters. Yeah, oh, he's all into that. Brilliant. So he's, yeah. Oh, you'll be set. Yeah. Nice. He's not like some perfect, amazing, you know, but he's, yeah. We aren't. There aren't exactly. any. There, there isn't such thing. Surrender, surrender. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that that is the biggest lesson. I mean, yeah. people always talk about like, well, being a yoga teacher, like it must be such a good preparation for like yeah. pregnancy and motherhood. And I think they're always talking about it in this terms of like, well, your body must be really fit. And, yeah. and you're like, actually it's about flexibility and it's not about flexibility in body it's about flexibility in mind exactly. and it's about being able to go yeah this isn't how i thought this was gonna go yeah but you know what totally it's gonna be okay yeah. and i'm just gonna let myself yeah. go with this flow and i'm also gonna let myself be upset yeah about that and i'm gonna let myself like yeah, grieve the loss emotions. of what i had thought and all yeah. of those things and i think your practice comes is this massive support system in yeah. those times there's so much stuff that when i was really struggling if I hadn't had breath practices yes. or I hadn't had like meditations or yin, I hadn't had yin yoga. Just, yeah. It's not about, I really think, I mean, it took me fully, I didn't put on a huge amount of weight in pregnancy at all, yeah. but then I struggled really with breastfeeding and I had to eat so much to make any yes. milk that I put on a lot of weight afterwards, which I wasn't expecting yeah. at all. And then not a lot. I mean, it wasn't like I ballooned, so it's not fair to say that, but I put on a lot more than I put on in pregnancy yeah. anyway. And so that was a surprise for me. And it took me, you know, even with my job and being really physically active, it took me like a good two and a half years to get yeah. back to anywhere near the kind of body type that I had had before. And I think that's how long it takes. I think yeah. we have to really give ourselves a lot more time. Yeah. And I think mm. the message that we're getting constantly in the media is that you should get back to your normalness like much quicker. Yeah. And it's not, firstly, A, like you said, it's not about getting back. It's about like moving on. Yeah. But it's also, of course, we have a sense of like, I want to have a little bit of my old life and yeah. I want to get into my jeans that I love okay. and I, all yeah. those things. And that's completely fine to want those things. But I remember my midwife saying to me like afterwards, like a week later, I was like, when is my vagina going to feel yeah. or look like <laughs> anywhere near normal and she was like I'd wait like a year or so yeah. and it was a really good it was a really good thing because yeah. had she said like a couple of months I would have been like your oh, expectations yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but a year or so I was like okay yeah. so cool. all bets are off there yeah. like we don't have to think about exactly. that then we just give that time and I, think I think it's like you know real. you're we're postpartum and we're postnatal like kind of forever, forever. like <laughs> you, have you had a child in the last what six months or the last three years or the last 10 years like have you had a child have you yeah. given birth have you had your body yeah. grown a baby you know yeah so I think yeah it's different it just is different. and you know I feel I'm sure you're the same you know five so for me my son just turned five in my practice there are certain things that just are off the cards for me now still yeah. and I know that my core integration isn't the same at the top where there was a tiny bit of separation yeah. and I know to be really mindful of my sacroiliac and yeah. one of my hips is still a little bit wonky and it can pop out really easily and there's loads of things that you yeah. just have to be more mindful of exactly. and you don't know those things before yeah. because you don't know how it is to inhabit that yeah. postpartum body and it really is you just you just don't have the same things because mm. like you said when you're giving of yourself to create a life yeah you have given yeah you know and of course you get back in loads of ways yeah. but there is has to be an acknowledgement of the fact totally. that you gave of yourself yeah. for so long and you are continually giving of yourself yeah. and so you don't have those same stores of just like 
Exactly. Yep. Rejuvenate, yeah. bounce back, do those things. And so yeah. we have to be a little bit kinder. And honoring that too, honoring the fact that you did, you know? Yeah, yeah. that you did that work. And yeah. being, I think that's why if women are going to postnatal classes, it's really important to find someone who really knows what they're talking about. Exactly. Because yes. it's not about going to, a, it really frustrates me when people go to a postnatal yoga class and it's like, just like, get back to your body, yeah. fitness, fitness. And you're like, no, hang on. But do you know what it's like Something. for that woman who hasn't slept yeah. for three years? It's mm -hmm. What she needs is a totally different thing. You can, yeah. Having the concept, I know I didn't have the concept of that before. I yeah. knew how it was to be tired, but not like the level of tiredness yeah, that I've had. Right. I mean, it's just, you can't push your body in the same way. And it isn't what your body needs. Yeah. Your body needs to replenish. Exactly. Or if you're still breastfeeding... Yeah. and you've still got relaxing in your body, you're going to have joints that are really mm -hmm. soft and loose and aren't supported, and you need exactly. to look after them, or if you've had a C-section, yeah. you know, all those different things are different. So the one thing that I would really plea for women is go to the classes afterwards, get support, go to yeah. circles, but make sure you find someone who really knows exactly. what they're talking about, and the focus isn't like exercise-based solely. Totally. It's and like I think support. as well, like, you know, you've given birth, you become a mother, so you've softened, like physically mm. you've softened, also energetically you've softened, you're in a more feminine state now, you're in a more yin energy, mm. so just to like embrace that. But perhaps that's hard for people who have been very, you know, yeah, go, 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 mm -hmm. doing like high-intensity exercise or sport, you know, to step back into the more flowy, soft, gentle, yeah, mm. looking into a yin class instead of a Yoga class. And yeah. Do you have a lot of women who come to your women's circles who are like friends have said you need to go to this and they're still in a place of really resisting it when they arrive to you? I have women who come who just think it's pregnancy yoga, they're not, not sure that we're going to talk about oh, right. feelings. Oh right, how yeah. different feelings. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and I love, I love when someone comes in and what's, what's ahead. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That, but most of the time they just find it so beneficial and they, okay. they often think the same comments come up like it's this non-judgmental space, we get, I feel heard and listened to and you know, yeah. just people being valued and heard and seen, that's really yeah. important, yeah. But there are some people who are just like, no, I'm not, that's not really yeah. thing, thank you. And that's fine. And it's yeah. great. That's fine, that's good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like it's good for people to yeah. say that. Like, yeah, you exactly. don't have to... Just because no, you're you pregnant, have exactly. you don't have to love pregnancy yeah. yoga. I mean, you just yeah, don't yeah. have to. Like, yeah. yoga is not the thing that everybody wants to exactly. do. I mean, I personally think everyone should be doing it, but yeah. it's not yeah, I was what. Like, no, hang on, this. I you definitely do think, yeah. disagree with this thought. Yeah. No, I think everyone. I think yoga can Obviously, benefit yeah. everyone, yeah. but it's like anything. Some people love running. Some people don't love running. Yeah. And you know, if you're not loving pregnancy yoga, mm -hmm. that isn't good for your oxytocin. You're not no. going to be coming out of there feeling this big oxytocin line. Yeah. Just like, I hate her. But often the first time you do lots of things, you hate them. Yeah. Like loads of things you do that are new, yeah, that you true. know that are good for you. You don't enjoy the first time at all. But there's yeah. something that brings you back to it. Like, I mean, I know yeah. first time I see swam, I did it at Christmas time about whatever, 10 or 12 years ago. I hated it. I nearly <laughs> swam. I, I really, really hated it. And like for some reason, a year later I was doing it again. And for some reason, a year later I was doing it again. And then suddenly it became like all through the year. And you still know that it's perverse in a way that you're like, there's something in here there's something in here for me, but there's something in here that I resist. And it's the same with mm. this as well. I mean, there's, yeah. there's always going to be a resistant part of it because, you know, once you allow the emotional aspect to kind of like, to like surface, mm. then you're kind of like, well, listen, it's all out and out, you know, so, so you yeah. start, you start to engage the space and it means you can't just kind of put the, put the genie back in the bottle. Mm -hmm. And I think for, for a lot of people, that's probably what makes it very difficult for them because yeah. they understand that the rest of their lives, the genie needs to be back in the bottle. Jack is in the box and then, <laughs> and they don't really know how to bring that out in such a way as like, I've changed yeah, or you know what yeah. I want to I want to speak in this kind of use these emotional kind of language now and I, I reckon that for for women coming to women's circles who are used to inhabiting that really male environment that must be a, a huge yeah. challenge a real shift because it can be really disruptive for their home lives and yeah. all that sort of stuff True. like in a good yeah. way I guess yeah I think in a good way yeah and also mm. to, I mean but like it was, it's been said a million times but change is really uncomfortable yeah, yeah. and like yeah. sometimes for some people just the change of pregnancy enough is uncomfortable yeah. enough yeah you know and yeah, they're, they're still in they're dealing with that every day because yeah. there's no two days that are the same yeah. and everything mm -hmm. is changing constantly mm -hmm. so sometimes it can be like you have to like meet yourself <laughs> where you are yeah. you have to be like this is enough for yeah. me. I just I don't have the space or the capacity right now to mm -hmm. go into a room full of other people. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and some women feel thing. very like just coming into their cave and mm -hmm. nesting, and they don't really feel like going out and you know expressing themselves to people. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. Mm -hmm. So they should honor that then as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's about the fact that the I think for me it's like letting people have the knowledge that there are options yeah. out there, and that's yeah. it. I mean, and for me that's what. Like for this podcast, we're going to be going on and talking to different people and experts in different fields around pregnancy and birth. But mm -hmm. for me, this was about like 
people being able to hear some birth stories, hear yeah. what it is that we do and know that those options are out there. So exactly. if it's something they're curious about, yeah. they can go and find it online. Mm-hmm. Or Perfect. like if they're in New Zealand and they want to find you, yeah. they can come your handle on Instagram. Yeah, it's Inner, Vi- inner Duff Vibrance. Okay. And my new website that's just about finished, by the, time, by the time this goes out hopefully, is um, innervibrance.net. Oh cool. Yeah, okay, great. my circles and things. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I come back and forth here as well. So Yeah, you might be coming back I might here. be coming back here. Yeah. Hey. We don't know. More then we later. might have some joint dot, workshops. Dot, dot. Yeah. Ooh, stop it. Yeah. Then we'll plant those seeds. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. 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 So anyway, also, if you have any questions for Ashling, you can contact us mm. uh, or you yeah, can comment cool. underneath and we can pass them on to awesome. you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for doing what you guys are doing too. It's, yeah, it's amazing. It's really exciting. Yeah. It's so nice to have someone from across the world. Yeah. And I think it's really nice. You know, like we were talking about, it's about building community and connection. Exactly. But social media allows us to make this connection that's like worldwide. Exactly. And then, you know, there are always people who are like, oh, I'm emigrating to New Zealand or yeah, going yeah. here. And being able to know people in different yeah. areas that you can pass. I know, the world becomes smaller, you know, yeah. we feel closer. And we were looking at our audience online recently and we found out like nearly 50% of our audience are in the States. We were like, what? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah. wow. Like, like, how did that happen? Yeah. yeah. I don't know anyone in America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better start speaking in different accents or like facilitating this somehow. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're probably, listening, they're probably listening for the accent too, though. Yeah, possibly. Cool, <laughs> yeah, of course. Great. So yeah, Hamilton Irish yeah, to the stage Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dress you up as a leprechaun. Sure. Sure. You yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen. Thanks again. Thank, thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks everyone thank for listening. Thank you guys for watching. And yeah, come see us soon. I'm watching this series of all. I'm very excited to see where it goes. Yeah. yeah. And if you have a specific person in mind oh, yeah. around pregnancy and birth who lives in Ireland or is coming to Ireland <laughs> let us know we already have a doula and we have a home cool. birth midwife mm. um, but we are also looking for someone who has done extended breastfeeding in Ireland Definitely. to yeah. talk about their experiences yeah. personally awesome. you don't have to be an expert of something to do with lactation just <laughs> I know someone we'll talk yeah, we'll talk. yeah. <laughs> okay well, that is really good yeah. and if there's anyone who lives or works and lives works in the hospital system <laughs> like oh. an obstetrician, kind of a consultant, it is basically yeah. that. Someone yeah. who's a midwife in the hospitals mm. at the moment. That would be really interesting because be we'd love to have all the different sides yeah. of the story out there so people can really get the information. Yeah. So if you have any people, pass them on to us. Yeah, or if you want to share your yeah. stories, yeah. yay. Mm. Break your journey. Yes, yeah. Indeed. Okay, cool. okay thanks noise. everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that that perfect pause. <laughs> what the F? Well done. Put it there. You're like a That was the best pause.